the need to help me. Welcome home, Jesse. So, how do you like to start these things all weird and like welcome into preacher and weird stuff like that? I'm sure. I don't know. Should we greet him? Should, should we start our new greeting as welcome all you arse faces? <laughs> No, nah, nah, it's not Is that too mean? No, nah, that's not my thing. And we didn't even get to see him in episode one. Spoiler alert. Welcome into the spoiler cast of Preacher episode one, season two. So that'll be fun. Uh, what's well, up? They're going to drag out that. They're going to drag out that Hitler arse face storyline that finished season two. Yeah, we and we're not ever going to get it. I, it. It probably won't be. Do you think it'll be back? See, episode two. I think they'll wait a couple before we get arse face and Hitler again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I think that's so much of a side story right now. So, that's... I don't know. I didn't watch the uh, the, the next episode recap, so I don't know what uh, what's going on with that. that okay, one. is it just me that doesn't like to watch the episode recaps? Because I hate it. I hate watching episode recaps. Um, I like to watch them every once in a while. I just but... didn't have access to it. <laughs> uh, not my thing at all. Not my thing at all. Um, I just, I, I always, I actually something so much the recaps. It's the, or sorry, uh, not the recaps. The, 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 you know, on the next episode of. Yeah, but you don't like trailers, so that's that makes sense too. Well, that's why I hate those. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, but no, that's awesome. Well, so you know, just kind of general thoughts. You know, we're going to talk preacher season two here. Uh, so let's just, you know, general. It's been a while since we've talked preacher. What did you think? Of, or this is season three, isn't it? Did I say season yeah. two earlier? I said season two, episode one. It's season three, episode one. Angelville is the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the end of season two and where we kind of picked up with season three right here? Um, season two was starting to drag for me a little bit. I didn't I actually didn't mind the end so much because it really set up kind of the characters that I wanted to see that we saw appear here tc and and jody and and grandma but other than that (laughs) it kind of gam gams um other than that i i I, midway through the season last last season if you recall on our cast it was getting a little hard to talk about because it was like well where do we go with this episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was is very very different for sure so um i think one of my favorite things is we just we got it just kind of picked up right where we left off, which I was into. So, you know, we got a little bit of a you know years ago moment. We kind of got to see a little bit of backstory with Gam Gams and her crew, which was cool, and how you know Jesse's pseudo tied into her story and how you know Jesse knows her. Um, you know, we got a little we got a little teaser. You know, Gam Gams is over there teasing us on her wheelchair now, which is you know very preacher esque. You know, if anybody's going to tease us in the show, it's either going to be a gimp dog or a grandma in a wheelchair. So uh, <laughs> that's just how I think we're going to go with it. So, <laughs> I, okay. So so far this show, I had I think has had phenomenal casting for the characters, but. And, and it's a way to see approach on how these how these, how these actors do the, these roles. And so far, I like what I'm seeing on them. But I just TC wasn't uh, wasn't hick enough for me. Jody wasn't um, like brick brick house, just 
layered muscle on muscle type of guy for me and uh grandma didn't look enough skeleton to me (laughs) well great yeah i I agree with that i think yeah i think the guy in the room with grandma first who got his sober treatment looked much more of a skeleton than gam gams did so (laughs) that was creepy whoa hi yeah that was a that's a way to start an episode for sure holy um (laughs) if you can if you can twitch like the girl from uh with, with, you can uh, twerk if you twerk like her. <laughs> you can twitch like her. I, well, I mean, there's some great that weird twitching a, thing, like oh, uh, the Exorcist okay. girl. I just or, thought you were like, really TV here. I was like, you know, this is a whole other thing with Twitch <laughs> on this show. You can't, you know, it's you, there's two different references there. So, um, yeah, no, this guy, he, uh, yeah, he definitely had the movements of like a girl who had just recently crawled out of a well for sure. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so just general thoughts. I mean, what do you think of episode one? I mean, how do you think we started off this? Does this, uh, did this kind of, I mean, I, there was definitely a big uh, cliffhanger when we got done with uh, season two. Do you think this kind of started up well and, and gave us a nice little start to season three? Has it got you looking for more? Yeah, I um, once again, I'm I'm back on board. I'm ready to go. Uh, not as hyped as season two did with the whole car chase scene, and and <laughs> I mean that was epic. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's a exciting episode or season. This episode got me into it. I I like the introduction of his mother in in the throwback scene, knowing what's coming for her and stuff. But um, I I like that. I really, really, because this was something new that wasn't in the comic book. I really like the purgatory scene, kind of yeah. giving us a little bit of establishment of of Tulip's character as a child. Um, and that's where I think this season started off really well. Actually, is it actually got me, you know, more than just like giving me mindgasms of how amazing cinematography was, and then really kind of stretching their, you know, their their production bones on. Uh, how great it looked and how over the top it was and all the action in there. We actually got a really cool setup to the story, which I really liked. And I think you're 100% right. That purgatory scene was phenomenal. And I was going to ask you if those were even in the comic books because that it was something that was really, really cool. No, there was no purgatory scene. The only thing that's ref- – I mean, the, the references in this comic, in this episode that are very heavily referenced in the comic is the fight between Jody and – um, Jesse, because that is a big thing where Jody's like, let's see if you can take me down this time because he's always ribbing him for that. Yeah. Um, the uh, mom trying to run away type of thing. And then the, it's a little different the way Tulip, because Tulip gets shot by while she's kidnapped with Jesse and left upstairs and God is the one that resurrects her. It's not grandma bringing her back. It's not Gam Gams. Um, it's not her it's not Gam Gams. It's not her Southern voodoo. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so that was a different thing on it. And I think that they're, um, you can clearly see that they they have a timeline um, set for when they want this show to end because they are burning through a lot of the story fairly quickly. I mean, the whole animosity thing that's starting to go on with uh, with Cassidy and Jesse is happening a lot faster in this story than it did in the, in the comic where... Cassie starts letting out, you know, things out of the bag of how he feels about Tulip and that they've they've had um, situations together and and I mean they they, they shagged as, as he said. 
and we'll, you know, Beacon, I 100%, man. And everybody in the chat room, thank you all so much for coming on in and watching Preacher with us here on Malicecast. Um, but one of the things, you know, he talked about kind of that noir cinematography feel. You know, I think that was a, very much a, a callback to the old-timey feel of them going back in the years. And, yeah, you're, I think you're right as well, the tulip and purgatory. But, um, Mest, you mentioned something, though. You said, you know, they, they have a timeline set with, you know, them accelerating – um, Jesse and uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Their relationship, Cassidy. Cassidy's relationship, right? Now, is that something where when that all comes to a culmination, or are we kind of talking about the end of Preacher story wise, or is that just kind of a side story that it's not going to have a big effect on the main story of searching for God, though? Oh, no, that's that's got a major because it's because it's those they're the big three. And so any issues between them is, it has a huge effect on the story, especially in the comics. Um, but I, I think I, I, it took a while for them to announce that season three was renewed. So I think they're looking at it going, we don't know if we're going to have six seasons, seven seasons. So let's get this story done so that we can get the whole thing and not get, the the rug pulled out from underneath us well hey i'm cool with that anything better than stretching out all your seasons like walking dead's been doing lately so uh yeah no, no kidding yeah so it's one of those things <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that and especially because i'm i'm fine with them putting a lot in there i you know i i love what seth and evan are doing with preacher and what they've done with so many other episodes and shows and movies and things like that but their strength really doesn't rely in like the subtlety of a story and storytelling. You know, that's not really where they belong in that realm. And if they try to stretch this out with episodes by giving it a bunch of backstory that wasn't in the comics and things like that, that wouldn't be doing this show justice or this book justice. So um, I'm fine with them kind of putting as much as they can and kind of stepping on the gas to get it moving, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I, and I, I'd be fine with that too. Cause I, th that's what I felt like last season. I, I, I Last season felt like they were going, well, we've got time. The show's doing really well. And you started getting some of these like episodes in the middle that just had to do with Cassidy and his son. And, and it was like, it got kind of boring. And, and then even the whole, the whole hell storyline, which while it had some interesting stuff, I thought full episodes of the hell storyline with Hitler and our space were, were kind of dragged out. Like we just need another episode to have in this season. And I'm hoping with the the one trailer that I watched for this season is just the reveal of all the characters. So they show they, they do this panning shot that starts with Jesse and it starts moving back and you start seeing Cassidy revealed and then Tulip and then you see Grandma and then you see TC and Jody. But it goes out and you see uh, the All Father as well and some other characters that I'm waiting for them to introduce. And the amount of characters that are in that shot. It looks like they're really going to go full steam, just story, story, story from from the comic books here this time around. Yeah, no doubt. And shout out to Super Hoobie in the chat room. Way to join us. Thank you, uh, Super. But also, you know, um, my main guy, uh, my favorite one-night German, it will hopefully be back as well. So, um, you know, it just I love the characters they've built with this show much more than some of the backstories that they've had with some of them. And I think you're right, the arse face, the, the Hitler stuff in, in Hell was, was so much filler. And, you know, Beacon kind of agrees with us on that is, you know, let's have some great episodes rather than just filler with 
with this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I agree. I 100% agree. And this episode was really packed of a great story because we got what I think a lot of really good shows do is they give us a lot of teases, right? They kind of give us a lot of teases. I personally have not read the comic books of Preacher, so I'm really all of a sudden super invested into this season because I'm seeing, you know, the guy who killed Jesse's father. And that what's his name again? Jane? What was Jody? Jody, Jody, sorry, I'm yeah. horrible with names, everybody. You'll learn that soon enough. Welcome to me hosting a TV show. Uh, they got his character. <laughs> they got his character perfect. He just, I love the fight that him and Jesse had because it shows how badass Jody is. Um, but you can see how badass he is in the comics the first time you see him because he's literally like he's he's an older guy with the ponytail, but he is just. <laughs> Like Stallone in his fifties, rock solid, you know. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's well, like got this just super... by looking at him, you don't want to mess with this guy. Here, he looks like uh, he's been sitting around and having a few beers. And uh... <laughs> we like we like to call that we like to call that country strong. <laughs> you know, he's out there skinning gators with a butter knife. It looked like so he he's a pretty strong cat. So, uh, but no, Jody, I like his I like that character though because he was definitely an, a super imposing guy. But obviously, in the books. You know, it sounds like they made a much more of a Stallone-looking character, but um, the thing was, is they did a great job with this character. I loved his in, kind of introduction. You know, my probably my favorite line of the show tonight was, you know, don't go in there. You're going to piss him off, or you're going to really piss him off. He's like, well, what are you going to go do? Just kind of piss him off. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Just going to kind of piss him off. <laughs> and boy, it was, I don't know who he was going to kind of piss off, but man, he, he went and beat up some fools, so... Uh, that guy, that guy seemed to get away light though, because he looked like he walloped on him pretty ba bad. But when he came up on Jesse in the truck, he oh, all he had was a little bloody nose. Yeah. I'm like, no, he got hit harder than that. Yeah, absolutely. He had the bloody nose, and for a second, like I was, I was like, I was eating dinner, and I kind of looked up, and I was like, oh, they they put a tissue in his nose. That's so funny. And I was like, oh, they did it. Like I just thought that would have been such. I was like, oh, that would have been great, you know. Um, but yeah, he definitely did. It's a little bloody nose. But so who was the guy they went and got the the foil from? that they were looking for was, is that an mate? Is that any kind of character that matters at all? Or is that just where they needed to go to get that? That's just where they needed to go. I think it was just to establish how, who Jody is and, and that he, Jody is grand, grandma's enforcer. That really is his definitely entire seems that way. Yeah. definitely. So, and that way. that's what that scene established is that's he, he's the guy you don't mess with. Jody was, so the episode from last season where you saw Jesse kind of trying to get away as a kid and, and, uh, pocketing money and then you see the one hand come out and grab him and that's jody's arm so he's been there the whole time so they've made references to jody in prior okay that's cool no that's really cool and uh beacon said that sloth from the goonies um if jody ends up eating a, a baby ruth in this show i will 100 <laughs> percent give you that call out but as of right now we're not making that comparison yet so um well you know and here's the cool thing so we got gam gams you know we got tulip in purgatory and you know her story you know that was really cool is, is that is that was that her backstory from the comic books kind of wrapped up into a cool little yeah flashback scene instead of yeah, you know, pretty much um she you didn't get a, really a ton of backstory outside of just like her kind of uh, from what I remember, it's been a little while since I read the entire comic, so there's still things that I could go back and re-get used yeah. to, but for her, the only person that you really saw a backstory of was Jesse. You saw in, an, in a one-shot offshoot a little bit of Cassidy's backstory. Hers was more of a, like, dropping it in little notes here and there, 
talking about how she how how she grew up, but um, you don't really get a throwback backstory because it wasn't nothing in the comics. It wasn't something that had to be really really focused on. Yeah. Um, okay, and that's that's fine. And and nobody wants to have a backstory of a kid that likes uh, Nico sticks. Anyways, those that's terrible candy. So. <laughs> Hey, 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 she had some booberry there too. So she did have some booberry. She did have some booberry. That's for sure. <laughs> and she can, she can. She had a six pack. She had booberry, and she's loading a gun at the same. Oh, time. she can fire a gun at a, as a little kid, and and yeah. <laughs> she wasn't very accurate. Mom still lived, but it's all good. Uh, and moaned the night away. <laughs> and moaned the night away. Did she ever? Oh, mom. Ah, uh, uh, so, uh, so, I, and I just like—I thought that was a great way to tell a little bit of a backstory, rather than like a cheesy flashback or a, you know, her seeing the light as she's dying, and you know, this is her life flashing before her eyes, her appearing in Purgatory, where literally the characters like, "You got to get the hell out of here!" Like, well, what's going to go? On? I'm a character actor. I love that. Like, that is fantastic. <laughs> the little kid with the deep voice all of a sudden is like, "I." I work here. Don't worry about me. Like that was phenomenal. That was that was definitely Rogan. Slap, you know, th- that was their type of humor, kind of just being thrown in there. Once for, again, for a second, a perfect moment for those guys though to really shine through, right? Like you said, this wasn't really anything that was in the comic books, but something they made their own, had fun with, and it was it was a it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. So. Yeah. Big, big fan of it. Um, so, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're all kind of all over the place, jumping all over. Uh, we, we saw Jesse, you know, we come in with Tulip. She's dying. Uh, Cassidy reveals, you know, hey, me and uh, me and Tulip have been doing the dirty behind your back, bro. They get in a little scuffle, having a fight. Uh, we meet the rest of Grandma's gang at this day and age with TC and Jody and everybody there. And, you know, we, we, we didn't really get to, you know, we kind of got to meet the main crew that looks like they're going to be around. But we see Jesse make a deal with his grandma. And, and this is kind of mm-hmm. one of the big pieces that looked like it's going to be kind of our main arc for most of the, this season, probably what it's going to be. So can you can you elaborate too much on this? I mean, this is a there, well, no, there's, so you've there's all not, been warned if you're watching. But yeah, no, there's not there's nothing um, about making a deal really with, you know, it's. um it's just blood magic is because this is going a lot more into the voodoo style of stuff on the show here versus the voodoo that he deals with in the comics is not really, it's not with grandma. Grandma's just an old Hagrid. Like I have a big buff guy to keep everybody in check and TC will also keep, you know, help keep people in check. And that's really all. She, she's just an overbearing grandmother in the comic books. There's there's all other characters that he deals with that have things to do with with voodoo and, and all that different type of stuff. So um, I don't know where they're going with the blood magic with grandma. That that's yeah. that that's one of the benefits of the show is that they do bring enough of the comic in, but they do leave a little bit enough to to make their own little story to. Um, to keep the people that have watched the com- that have read the comic that keep them a little bit guessing as to what's going on. So, well, that's cool. And especially since you said, you know, God was the one prior who had raised uh, Tulip more than grandma's blood magic. Um, and, and technically, you know, and we'll get into it a little bit, you know, that might be the, the case as well. Um, so we see grandma making a deal, you know, B kind of even talks about the other, where they got the foil was from one of grandma's competitors. Was that ever a thing in the comic books at all? Okay. No. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. 
and maybe it's something we'll see later on. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll get a wheelchair fight. Maybe we'll get some murder ball with two old ladies, and, you know, fighting <laughs> each other out. You know, I'm going to murder ball you. I'm going to murder ball you. Well, clearly her competition has done better than her because if they need $9 billion or whatever it was to get themselves back into working operation, then uh, they, 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 they're they they're on the outs. Basically. Yeah, but something tells me TC is not too good with commas in numbers. So <laughs> I'm just going to take it on that more than I'm actually going to think they need $9 billion. So uh, I think that was more the issue there. So so as we kind of see this, we see the blood magic going on. We're seeing Grandma raising Tulip from the dead now. Um there's a couple of things I kind of want to speculate on more than anything and, and kind of see your take on them, what you think was kind of happening here. Um, first off is we see Tulip kind of leaving purgatory, go, jumping into this next little area as she's kind of seeing the light. And she sees God, you know, God has kind of appeared and, you know, it, it, it turns out it is the gimp dog, you know. What did, what did you that. say, the creepy dog costume? The creepy <laughs> dog costume? Oh, creepy dog costume uh, was back in action is God. And uh, so is this is this really God or are they just messing with Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, I think, it, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is he does pop up at times because he's, he's not going to face Jesse. He is afraid of Jesse because of Genesis, because of the word of God that he has, he literally does have the power to tell in the comics. It's once again, the whole basis for him to find God is to tell him to get back up to heaven and do his job because he's been roaming earth for too long, not doing anything and everything's going to, to hell. He's um, really been enjoying that doggy suit. Yeah. <laughs> you actually don't see him in a dog suit in the comic. You actually see, you know, it's it's actually him all lighted up and you know. And oh, that's when, when he okay. when he presents himself to, to Tulip. I, I had this really bad image in my head of him like coming out of a chest like pulp fiction style. Like you were like, We gonna see it all. Like, was, <laughs> oh my gimp. god, what's He's all gimp. What is going on over here? No, well when he read this comic book. When he resurrects Tulip, he presents himself as like he does this whole like nice thing of of I, look, I'm a loving God. I brought you back to life, and you know, you you need to go tell your your boyfriend need, because I brought you back to life that I love you guys. You need to go tell Jesse to stop his quest, stop trying to find me. And he tries it all nice. And as the story progresses, he gets more and more like tell him to leave me the hell alone. You know? <laughs> and, <laughs> all right, all right. So. <laughs> Yes, yes, Beacon. Very Ace Ventura style of him for sure, hundred um, <laughs> percent. So, so as we're going through this, then you know, and she's coming back. We get him. He gets cut off with these words. And and what were those exact words that he, we got from him at this time? I don't know. I was looking at it online. The consensus on Reddit, and we always know Reddit has everything right. Reddit <laughs> is so good. Reddit. <laughs> Like, you know, like that really dusty part of your toilet that never gets cleaned, but it sees everything and knows everything you've done in the bathroom. That's Reddit right there. That's Reddit. <laughs> well, apparently on Reddit, the consensus is they think that he said, get those sons of bitches, which the next episode is called that. So that's probably where they're getting that from. But oh, I, okay. I don't. I don't know if that's what he was going to say. I think it, I think they purposely cut it off. So that they'll give her you a reveal later of you know, um, I I think he was saying to get the the word from Jesse or get you know like 
get the power from him. Yeah, get uh, he, what I heard was get that and, and then cut. You know, like yeah. I heard a muffled something come out. We don't know what it was. Uh, we'll probably have to go back and throw on some subtitles and see if we get a hint from that or something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, Super says that scene was crazy. And yeah, it was it was an interesting scene. <laughs> overly crazy. Yeah, it was very uh, it's very preacher ish, if you will, and not the preacher you've known since you were a small child. The preacher on AMC. This is our uh, Vertigo DC Garth Ennis minded comic book. It's fantastic. Seth Rogen has taken control of, and it, it's all those things and what I'm still waiting for a Garth Ennis uh, cameo in this in this show somewhere. I need I need my my. Uh, my Irish comic book writer to pop up drinking a beer or something. There you go. Hey, that sounds good to me. Yeah. Maybe that's a question we'll have to ask at Comic-Con if these guys show up. So, you know what? They are going to have a panel. I asked a question last year. Now I have a question to ask is, Hey, where, 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 when do we get a Garth Ennis cameo? Who who are we going to cast Garth Ennis as? Because we've already asked Seth to play a character in the show. Now we we asked him if him and Franco were going to show up eventually. So yeah. As the as, <laughs> as the, the sex detectives, which we still haven't seen, but he said they're in the works. So yeah, that's gonna be great. Oh man, I hope you change their mind, and you know, so, somehow, some way, they got that footage to Franco, and now Franco's making Rogan do it. <laughs> um, as we know that Franco and Rogan are big fans of the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you every week. You know, thank you, gentlemen. Um, but uh, what? <laughs> Cass well, and Gam Gam's love potion number nine scene. Yeah, when she's talking about the love potion she made for the guy oh, and she had to kill him because he wouldn't get a, he wouldn't leave her alone. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, um, good stuff. And and you know what? That scene has a lot of power because once again that shows where Cassidy thinks of Tulip because she talks about the pain brings will help bring the 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 person back. Absolutely. She didn't even stir when he was in major pain from that. Um from that pepper, that scorpion pepper in his mouth. So it shows where Tulip actually thinks of, of Cassie, that she doesn't really care about him at all versus Cassie's like, Oh, she knows this. And I love this about her. And and, and he's trying to tell Jesse what things she should like, because that's the type of woman that he expects her to be. Well, and you know, and my thing is though, is what about when she wakes up and she looks for Cassie and gives him that smile, you know, what, what's that about? Right. Is that, is that a hey, good to see you face, or is that a hey, now I'm glad we're sleeping in bed together face? No, I think it's a good to see you face. I think it's a hey, you know, uh, uh, it's good to uh, good to be back. <laughs> if you're in the chat room, let us or, know hashtag Team Cassidy or Team Jesse. Who are you for? Well, it's Where, Team Jesse all the way, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go Team Cassidy. I'm going or team whatever God said. She actually heard they just cut it off for us. Yes, that's and why it I'm has thinking. something to do with why she smiles at at Cassidy um, which I could see with television writing that's usually a pretty common trope to do um, keep us guessing but let the characters know everything that's going on already 100% and that, and honestly I think that's where we were at because and once you mentioned that you know in the comic books it was God that brought her back I think it was the same thing honestly I, I think the blood magic maybe didn't work on this you know because we didn't see her rustling we didn't see her stirring and I, I think Gam Gams has now got Jesse in a promise that he will have no no reason to ever keep for her because it did not work. And I think God did bring her back. Probably. Well, the reason he was a preacher in the first place was because of her. She forced him to go out and be definitely, a preacher. 
definitely got that. Yeah, definitely got yeah. that from their relationship. And we already got one Team Cassidy hashtag. Way to go, Jack Malice. <laughs> <laughs> I just I know who Cassidy is in the comics, so I can't go Team Cassidy. Yeah, <laughs> he was go. my favorite. Reading the comic book, by far, and it's the same thing with the show if you don't know anything about the storyline, by far my favorite character, 100%. And then with the type of person you find out he is, you're just like, Boy, this guy's a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> he's already he's already a hipster douche if I've ever seen one with his all of his tattoos and ink. Like he absolutely is a d bag. So no, I hundred percent agree. Um, but at the same time, I like Cassidy and Tula better than Cassidy. I like I like Beacon's uh, theory in the chat room of did Gam Gam drop some love, love potion into the when when she gave him the. The, the pepper. The, the pepper. That's an interesting little uh, kind of spin on it. That was, that was some pepper of spice. Well, and here's the thing, though, too, right? She probably knows what Cassidy is. She probably knows he's some sort of supernatural being, our undead figure. And maybe she's trying to lock him under a spell, like with the, her other two goons, you know? What better way to... Oh, well, they're not under get... spells. They're just hicks. Well, and here's my thing, though, right? <laughs> better way to get back at your enemies where we had competition with that foil than now have a vampire on your side as well as your two knucklehead you know hillbillies oh he says potion given to tulip um i i could see a spin on this doing it that way where beacon's talking about that a potion given to them because here's the thing is uh, as i said last last year on on season two um a major storyline happens where uh cassidy kind of rides into the sunset to try and save everybody you think he dies and he ends up somewhere else away from Tulip or not Cassidy. Uh, sorry, Jesse, Jesse rides in, you know, and he ends up away from Tulip and Cassidy doesn't know where they are or anything. Cassidy and Tulip get kind of into a love affair because they think, they think Jesse's dead and, and Cassidy keeps pushing that. Oh, he's gone. You know, you need to be taken care of. And he starts basically becoming her drug dealer and just keeping her, um, on drugs to not let her think properly and yeah. keeping, um, her fuzzy, could, keeping her high yeah. enough. To, okay. And I could yeah. see them doing that with this, doing a spin like Beacon's talking about with the potion, doing it this way instead where it's, she got put under a potion that keeps her from her mind straight thinking how thing, and she starts swaying towards Cassidy off of that. I could see them doing it that way. Well, I just, you know, and, and I 100% agree with you. They could absolutely do that, especially this love potion with the pepper, all that stuff. Um, but, do you th I, I would think AMC would let him still give her drugs is the thing. I don't think oh, AMC, AMC. trying to, you know, AMC did Breaking Bad and they exactly. he literally watched a lady overdose on heroin at one point as someone watched her do it. I mean, that all was, I know that I'll if never it's on AMC, it's required that. to be blue heroin that she. <laughs> is that what, okay, yes, absolutely. Well, that would be blue meth. It would be blue, blue meth. meth. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, would blue be blue, meth. it would it would be some of that crystal. So, uh, <laughs> but no, and I, here's the thing that that I would I could see them twisting it that way. Um, especially because it would kind of tie into the mysticism around Gam Gams and her swamp magic and swamp voodoo and stuff like that. Um, but at the same time, I, I you know, I, I think that'd be a little bit of a miss. And why not just have it with drugs or anything like that? You know, that that's pretty mm -hmm. powerful stuff. So, so, but you don't know. Maybe the love potion is what it is, and or you know what? Maybe, maybe the love potion is just a herring and beacon. You're barking up the wrong tree, bro. <laughs> quite possible but i like where his th thinking is going I if we talk about it enough and we say reddit said it then people will think it's true reddit said it hashtag reddit said it and hashtag team cassidy everybody hashtag team cassidy uh so 
and, and here's the thing like that was was really great about this episode is we it went pretty quick it moved really quickly because we got a lot of story we got a lot of questions for ourselves here um and we only got half of the crew you know we still haven't gotten into our space and hitler and some of those other people out there so we you know we didn't get to see um why can't i think of the german's name uh air star air star absolutely um any of that you know uh, any of the that side of the story so and our favorite fans of this of this uh, tv talks you know emery she she wasn't showing up yet and we didn't get hoover yet and they no, both hoover, love, yeah. they both love tv talks because they're always retweeting all, all of our stuff that we talk yeah. about it so and maybe they'll let us know team team cassidy or team jesse yeah, hashtag <laughs> yeah we need to, we need to go tech super i'm gonna put super hoovian that on that she needs to go text uh both Hoover and I mean, Featherstone. I mean, does she have their them. phone numbers? Can she text them? Yeah, she's. Or, sorry, tweet them. <laughs> she needs to tweet them. Team Cassidy or Team Jesse for who's Tulip's heart going to? <laughs> All right, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, okay, so with that being said, uh, we're we're going in there. We you know Tulip gets raised. She gets brought back, and then now we're gonna kind of now we're kind of set into where we're gonna be for most of this season. It looks like uh, Jesse kind of like what the heck's going on with Tulip and Cassidy? What's going on there? Do you think it's worth kind of straying enough away? You know, I mean, Wes, you seem or Mess, you seem pretty you know set on the fact that uh, Tulip will not end up with Cassidy, but. Uh, do you think they'll do something like that? Do you think they'll kind of keep that storyline going for a while? That kind of keep once it going again, it's, it's depending on how many seasons they plan on actually having. Um, I, I, it's it's a pretty important part of the story if it goes the way that it went. But th- this is why it may not go that way because what I told you for the season one, and this is all in last year's talk, uh, talking uh, cast for for preacher season two. You guys can find that on YouTube. Uh, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Malice Corp. There is my shameless plug for the evening. Uh, <laughs> but in season one, our main bad guy, um, the the Sausage King, uh, <laughs> he he is the bad guy during the storyline where Jesse is gone from Tulip and Cassidy. He becomes a sheriff of this small town. And he's dealing with this guy. He kind of falls. He falls for this other girl that's like his deputy. Um, and he finally realizes, "Hey, I need to finish my mission, which was to find God and get him to go do his job." And he goes back out to do it and, and finds Tulip and Cassidy and what's been going on with them. Um, being that they already introduced that character in the first season, I don't know that they could do that storyline where he gets taken off to a different place and if they had six seven seasons to do it yes you could absolutely have a season where he has that i'm the sheriff of this town type of season and showing you what's going on with tobin cassidy on other other areas but um introducing him that early in the season they may not go that route they may not have it where it's but it may just be this constant love triangle battle that they're trying to give us of who's Heart is with who? You know Cassie's with Tulip. You know Jesse's with Tulip. But who's Tulip with? Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, and, and you know what? That'll be a fun thing. I, I think, you know, I care enough about these characters. I enjoy these storylines enough where I'm interested to see where that's going to be for sure. So, um so let, let's talk a little bit about this then. So we're going to kind of get moving here towards the, now we're kind of at the back end of the show. I mean, is there, was there anything else that I kind of missed though? Messed? Is there anything that we needed to talk about or chat? I think we kind of hit all the, they, they mentioned, they mentioned one thing. Um, they mentioned put her in the machine when they, when they cut oh, the, uh, yeah, his mom. 
for his mom. Yeah. I think that's the and this is what they promised us at the first um, when I first watched the premiere, I went to WonderCon for one day strictly to see the premiere of Preacher because I, I found that they were having the panel there. Um, and they promised us, basically, when you were asking questions, any anything that you asked, is this character going to be in it? They go, do you want do you want them to be in it? And and John Wayne was asked, is John Wayne's ghost going to be in it? And they basically said, yes, his ghost is going to be in it. We haven't seen it yet. We're three seasons in. John Wayne's ghost is Jesse's imaginary friend basically he his dad loved john his wayne his imaginary friend was john wayne yes his dad oh, loved awesome. john wayne best, best so. imaginary friend ever <laughs> the duke well, how do you do parker <laughs> exactly that is so the best. his his dad loved john wayne he had a uh a lighter that said f communism that he got from uh john wayne because he was and once again where we're taking place in time has changed where we're at where the show takes place but when the comic was written his dad was in Vietnam. He, you know, John Wayne saw the troops. He gave the yeah, no, troops. John Wayne had a lot of films with Vietnam. Absolutely. You know, John Wayne was a great, great supporter of the troops. And he had a lot of amazing footage and movies around those war eras that, you know, were they were great. They were great for Hollywood. They were great for everything. I'm a huge fan of, of the Duke. Yeah. So John Wayne gives his dad this lighter. His dad keeps this lighter. His, his dad's giving the lighter to, to Jesse. And it's like the last thing of his dad that Jesse has. But once his dad is killed and, and dies, he starts seeing John Wayne's ghost um, whenever he's by himself. So there's this machine, there's this thing. It's a coffin that has a, a hose for air that they put at the bottom of a lake. And whenever they punish Jesse as a child, they put him in that coffin and leave him down there for days at a time. And so that's when he starts seeing John Wayne's ghost and, the, and John Wayne's ghost starts talk, you know, talking to him to keep his head, his head straight. And then as the comic goes along, every once in a while, he'll pop in as like kind of his conscience to like, this is the way you should, you should deal with this situation. Oh, here you go, pilgrim. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's super important to the story and the fact that we haven't seen him yet. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, and they said that we were going to get him. That is another question for Comic-Con this year. Where's John Wayne's where's ghost? John? All right. I'm going to ask where John Wayne's ghost at, though, because I want to, yeah, I'm going to walk yeah. in. Howdy, <laughs> um, Pilgrim. But that's the machine I think they're talking about. I, I think that the punishment is they were going to put her in the coffin that's down at the bottom of the river and make you think about how, trying to leave. There's no leaving Angelville. So. There you go. Uh, so, so that you know, you talk about him going to the bottom of the lake in that coffin. That's a really big symbolism for what they did to the like angel or the you know the archangel, the demon that was coming and chasing them out around the, last season. Santa Killers. Yeah. The, yes, the Santa Killers. That was a big thing. Then is to kind of mirror that moment. So that makes it. That is like a way bigger moment all of a sudden of how he tried to dispatch of him as well. So. Yeah. Uh, wow! Oh, way to go, mess! Dropping that big time knowledge on us here. You're welcome for the bombs, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, no, that's awesome. That that's got me really excited. I mean, I'm really, I'm, you know, now our new hashtag is first of all, Beacon's got a great one. Screw drop dead Fred. Give me the Duke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think we're just gonna go with that, dude. And then right underneath that hashtag, Preacher Season Three. Uh, yes, I think we need the Duke to come on in here and really, you know, liven this show up a lot. You know. I would just love to see him just talking to the ghost John just like yeah. by himself. That sounds fantastic. And yes, Jack Malice, the Duke always gets me excited. And if he doesn't get you excited, then you're missing out on the great things. 
<laughs> we're getting some interesting yes. uh, hashtags in there now. Something <laughs> in the Duke. It's my kind of guys. Yep. Big and scary. All for Matt. Oh, you know what they're gonna do now is instead of in, because they've killed off character, they killed off Tom Cruise in the first season. <laughs> so, what's gonna happen just for you? And this is what you should ask the question: Go when? When are we getting John Wayne's ghost? Or if we don't get John Wayne's ghost, how about Nick Cage's ghost? <laughs> we, we, we Nick Cage in this show. I'm gonna tell you right now: it would be other level. It would be other level. Um, yeah, I'm in. I'm 100% in for that as well. We don't get the Duke. Give me the cage. And once again, we keep the streak alive. Nick Cage mentioned in every show. Could you see that? Could you see Nick Cage being his conscience ghost to like tell him how to... <laughs> there, are so, there are very few things in this world that would make me so ecstatically happy with that. And his conscience of being Nick Cage, just hearing him going in there and being like, I want his face off, <laughs> would be fantastic. That would be so amazing. Um, I would actually like Nick Cage to be Cassidy's imaginary friend, and let's. I still because I still want the Duke in for Jesse. Like I still want the Duke in. I, I need that there. So, um, okay. So <laughs> getting back on track after our, the Duke conversation. Holy hell! Um, it, there was a point to it. There's a reason. There was. It. We were there. If you if you if you're catching on right now from the show, you need to rewind. You need to catch the whole show. We are Malice Cast TV Talk for Preacher season three episode one. You can check all of our shows out. Everything there. If you want to catch up on Preacher, like Wes is our mess has been doing here, uh, go to our site. Um, you can hit, hit on, click on our Amazon link, find the Preacher comics, or you can go to uh, Turbo Comics on Facebook, and uh, some of our friends from Turbo Comics will help you find the Preacher stuff as well. So. All great people, all great reasons to go and check those out. Um, and with that being said, I'm, you know, I, I think we're, I think we're there. Well, actually, no, we because we did have a finish here. Um, we had Graham, Gam Gams, and Jesse's last moment together, uh, talking about that promise. Um, let's talk a little bit about. I mean, I didn't watch what was going to happen next episode, but what would you hope? You know, no, knowing the comic books and knowing kind of where we're at timeline wise, even though it's not matching up perfectly, what do you hope mess is going to be coming up next for us to see, and what should we be kind of looking forward to catch up in these next couple episodes? Um, you know, knowing the comic books, um, we're going to get a lot of psychological battle between them. Uh, he does not want to be there, but now he's he's locked in there. He. Definitely wants to kill Jody. Um, so Jody wants to drop a truck on his face. So yeah. you know, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is his dad always, you know, kind of talked him up to stand up to to uh, to Jody and stuff. And and that was Jody held a gun to the back of his dad's head, and we've seen that in the flashbacks, and I think season one and season two when his dad gets shot, um, and he just tells. He tells him to be strong, stay strong, and and that's what Jesse basically does. And um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I there's not a ton of story to go with uh, with Angelville outside of like just trying to get away. That's that's really what the whole point is here. And I I want to see with the with the differences with the blood on it, where it's going to be like, hey, because she has a piece of him, just like the whole soul situation that happened last season, will she be able to keep him kind of stuck there where he can't get away unless he's able to get his blood away from her? Um, Let me a tether, you know, and tying him down to Angelville. Absolutely. No, I 100% agree. And yes, Beacon, everybody gets an imaginary friend and Hoover's imaginary friend is probably Booberry. You are correct. (laughs) 
but what, now here's the thing I want though is when we get the sex workers that finally showed the show, they're not going to be Rogue and they're not going to be Franco. That's going to be their imaginary friend, our <laughs> Franco. That will be the imaginary friends of the sex workers. So there you go. For the, yeah. for the sex detectives, yeah. Yeah, the sex detectives. Yes, absolutely. So that'll be great. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's wrap this show up for the night. Uh, episode one. You know, what do you think, Mess? Two thumbs up, one thumbs up. Yeah, what, no, I'm, super, I'm super. I'm super stoked. I liked this episode a lot. I enjoyed it. I didn't get bored with it. I didn't feel that they were just giving us characters to um, just progress a story, and I, we got the we got what we needed to have finished from the end of season two. They, they, they continued that storyline. They introduced two characters that people have been waiting to see Jody, especially because they were plugging little spots of him all over the place last season and grandma. So gam, gam, <laughs> I like gam, gams, um, madam, whatever her name was in this. So. La, la, Madam La, I can't remember. It's 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 a French name. Gam Gams is easier. See see how yeah. that works. Gam Gams it is. Uh, and Beacon, that is a great question that we're gonna leave everybody with here. Um, I also gave it two thumbs up. I was a big fan. I'm really excited for the season now, uh, season three. And you can catch us here, uh, hopefully every Monday or Tuesday night, where we'll be doing a preacher talk here with you on all the episodes. Going to give you guys a little recap, kind of our thoughts on it how it compared to the comic books and it'll mostly just be me asking questions of mess being really curious as to what the hell's going on most well, of the time the thank god thing that it, when i went looking at imdb earlier today it looks like everybody kind of liked the episode because it's its popularity is up majorly on imdb right now so awesome. that's something i like seeing because this show i don't want i want I think you you pinpointed it earlier on a conversation that was had is that if uh, amc loses preacher there's not much more to come back to to watch i'm still in the fear of the walking dead and and yeah, the walking dead but yeah. i know you <laughs> absolutely and I, I will leave you all with this question is you know and we'll maybe we'll get to see a little bit more of this next episode or maybe throughout the season but does that blood magic restrict genesis's powers so uh that'll be that'll be kind of a good thing to watch out and we'll see uh i'm uh, that was, that's something that surprised me why he didn't use it at all this episode honestly Which, i thought especially... he lost it i thought he had lost it did he I thought he had, but I maybe thought he got. I knew he wasn't using it before because he didn't want the saint to find him. Yes. Um, but he knows the saint's still alive, so maybe that's why he's still not using it because he thinks that he can still come back. I, I gotta go back and rewatch season two. <laughs> it's been a long time, man. It's been well. It's been over a year, so it's been a, it's been a trip. It's been a while since we had season two. So, um, but after all that, we are going to wrap up here tonight, guys. Thank you all so much for coming on into the chat channel. We really can't tell you how much we appreciate you all. Uh, Beacon, Jack, Super, and everybody else here watching right now. If you weren't in the chat room, you missed out on some great conversations there. But you can find uh, us here. Matt Malice Cast TV Talks um, at malice-corp.com, as well as Malice. Uh, you follow us, as well as Malice Core, Malice Cast, Nerd Moshpit, Quest for Movies, Smack Talk, and so many others. Uh, comics for all, um, all for comics, all amazing shows, amazing podcasts that we do here at malice-corp.com, where we are a family of podcasts here. So you guys, please check us out. Mess, where can everybody find you, sir? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at mest underscore malice corp. Everything that goes on here, I'm usually somewhere in the background of the scenes with uh, editing and things. And you can also follow me on Instagram at mess5150. If you want to check out my personal vlogs, go head over to youtube.com and look up Gaming Guidepost. Um, and then always check out our, ch our videos after they're edited on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Malice Corp. 
Nice. And yes, hashtag Matt has some strange fetishes, <laughs> as well as hashtag Team Cassidy, Team Jesse, hashtag uh, uh, Screw Drop Dead Fred, give us the Duke. Uh, we have got some plenty of stuff here, but I'm the Big Papa Matt. You can follow me at the Big Papa Matt on Twitter as well as on Instagram. But you can also hit me up if you want to play some PlayStation, have some fun on those. You can hit me up at Son of Maku, S O N O F M A K U, as well as here on Twitch TV. So thank you all so much for your time. Have a great evening, and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Oi. <laughs>